Hey, thanks for being a part of the conversation. Let's do it. Let's play it forward. These are real people, real stories. The struggle to play it forward. Episode number 597 is with author Brian Abrams. His book, You Talking to Me? Morning. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. What an exciting book. I mean, I, I, I can't be the only one that's going to say this today. I had no clue that I knew as many quotes as I really do. <laughs> I know what you mean. It, it, it's such a book of traveling into the past, but at the same time, why is it that I feel more empowered today to read the stories about why they even came in, in, into play? Because you took the time to do the research on the quote, and now it's, it's like, wow, I can actually activate this in my own personal life. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I want to believe there's a resurgence in, in, uh, in an interest in, in movie watching. I mean, but I think it's always been there. You can't just point to Barbenheimer and say, you know, that is the one metric that shows that people love movies. I think people always have. I mean, and I also think when writing this book on iconic movie lines and, you know, exploring their origins and their influences and, you know, how they came to be, how they've ricocheted through the culture, I you know, it was during the height of the pandemic yeah. and a, a lot of us were locked down and a lot of us were watching, you know, two and three movies a day anyway. And I, I feel like that might be part of the resurgence if that's what you're getting at. I, I don't know. Pure speculation. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm still binge watching. I mean, I, I actually in my day with my wife, we have a certain time in the afternoon for lunch. We're binge watching. And you're right. I mean, because it, it became a part of our lives. And, and, and I'll tell you, I'll hear a line today in, in a show and I'll go classic, classic. Hang on to that one. That one's going to be a big one. By Felicia and Friday. That's a line that is memed to death. And why? And it has, you know, there, there's a lot of lines like that, just amazing journeys, just kind of discovering why they became so popular. The... Do they know what that it was going to become a big hit? Because I've seen Matthew McConaughey talk about, all right, all right, all right, all right. That was basically an ad lib that became part of a movie. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I mean, you know, how many times have... You know, did uh, did Coke Zero or Pepsi Clear become a hit? No. I mean, you, you know, some things they, uh, you know, people try to push on you and it doesn't work and some things do. And in the case of McConaughey with All Right, All Right, All Right, I mean, he has carried that line with him throughout his entire career, has reused it in uh, – and you know, and in speeches and in other movies, and I mean, it doesn't it doesn't hurt that Dazed and Confused is like the greatest hangout movie of all time. But you know, there are instances where I think screenwriters sit down at the keyboard and they do type out a line and they go, "Yeah, that's that's gold. That's going to be a good one." I mean, that does happen too. <laughs> like magic mirror on the wall. How many times have we used that in our life? That's one. I mean, the one I was thinking of is "Are You Not Entertained?" by uh, <laughs> by Gladiator, and and like the screenwriter uh, John Logan, when he typed that, he knew. He told me he was just like, "Yeah, I just I know at some point this line is just going to explode." He he felt it, and. Um, you know, good for him that he was right. You had to have, you, you must have had fun with this because, I mean, it, this is the kind of thing that really creates conversation. Especially, I mean, it, it's almost like it's a a, uh, a a book that you put in your living room and then and you just kind of page through it when you're binge watching something and go, oh my God, oh my God, let's go in there just to watch this movie for this quote right here. Yeah, I had that in mind. I mean, if, if it's a living room, a coffee table, great. If you keep it on your toilet tank, perfectly appropriate too. But I... 
I, I structured it in that way. It's like, yeah, you, you, um, it's a pick up and put down book, right? Like I want it to be something that, you know, maybe you knock out a couple a day or, or, or whenever you feel like it, you flip back and forth. You want to, you're in the mood to explore all the noir films of the forties and yeah. kind of get to know the famous lines from there. Great. You know, it's up to you. See, and that's what listeners need to understand too. I mean, you go back, these aren't just the movies, just back to the star Wars era. I mean, you go all the way back to the 1920s, even with the jazz singer. Right. I mean, well, there's, there, there are lines back there that, like, we maybe know as an expression. Mm-hmm. Would you bring? Um, so you you got to include it. Yeah, you got to dial away to when we started talking in movies. Totally. So where did you go to find the information as to how a particular line became a part of a movie? I mean, because, I mean, that to me, the, the journey to locate the answer would be fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. The research is always the most fun part. Um, I think that... In the case of the pandemic, you know, you're watching movies, you're watching uh, Blu-ray commentaries, you're sucking down biographies and different <laughs> books of criticism that have already been written. You're, uh, you know, and, and by the way, and as I mentioned, like during the pandemic, there were tons of filmmakers and screenwriters that were sitting by the phone and had the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you found their email and wrote them and said, hey, you know, do you have 10 minutes to tell me about the most popular line that you've ever typed out, like in, in your life? I mean, they will call you back. Um so there were there were a lot of resources to go to, which was which was great. I know what it's like as a radio talent to be able to say something on the air that comes from out of nowhere. I can't imagine what it's like for the directors or even the actors when they deliver that line in the perfect pitch, volume, and tone. Mm-hmm. Or how many times it took them to do it. Right. I mean, it's, it's it's a different story every time, right? Yeah, totally. Wow. Totally. What quotes are we getting wrong? Because you know we get a lot of them wrong. <sighs> Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I mean, what? Well, uh, what is the Empire Strikes Back line, right? Where he's like, "No, I am your father." When I think we all know it is Luke, I am your yeah, father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually, I didn't, try, <laughs> I didn't try to focus on that too much, you know, because I didn't want to like, I wanted the lines to speak for themselves. I didn't want to be this voice in the book that was being like, "Well, actually, you're getting it wrong." Right. I mean, I think. You know, if you know the essence of the line, you want the story of the line, and that's good enough for me, you know? Yeah, it's, it, to me, it's like saying... Totally. Yeah, <laughs> just mumble along. How about Renee yeah. Zellweger? You had me at hello. Oh, my God. When I, I, I mean, I can, I can still hear her saying that even today. Yeah, you know, I, it's so funny. I actually wanted to title the book You Had Me at Hello. Really? The Definitive Guide to Iconic Movie Quotes. Um, I lost that debate with the publisher, which I'm fine with. You talking to me is just as good. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you, Jerry Maguire is an all-timer. I'm, I'm all about it, for sure. And I did go at length writing about Jerry Maguire and about other movies. Sometimes uh, there are movie lines that have longer stories than others, and and they require uh, the extra pages to explain it, you know? Yeah, there's some famous speeches in movies that you sit there and you go, my God, you let me hear that again. Oh, I mean, there's a couple Peckinpah movies I hit rewind on, not so much for the lines, but but uh, just <laughs> for certain slow-mo scenes. He's, got, he's famous for, uh, for, for using different speeds on his camera, and there's this one rodeo drama called Junior Bonner where uh, Steve McQueen punches out Joe Don Baker, and it's just a very funny scene. I, I've hit rewind on that quite a few times over the years. Wow! So you 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 kind of touched on Star Wars. Was May the Force be with you? Was that was that in the in the original script? Yeah, that was that was like a line that Lucas wanted them to say, and it caught on quickly. Yeah, um, 
as did you know everything else from <laughs> from Star Wars, which is now uh, I mean it's, it's everywhere now. Obviously, are, are there famous lines in movies these days? Because I mean, I mean, uh, to me, Sylvester Stallone and and even Arnold Schwarzenegger were the masters at dropping one-liners. You know, the movie theater and the video store were places that you would go. You know as a kid or it's what you would do for date night everyone kind of were everyone was gravitating towards those places and therefore you were watching movies all the time and i I think that now media is more diversified you have tiktok and your you know your relatives are on facebook all day and i I just think we're 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 consuming different audio visuals in in different mediums so so it's 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 uh it's, it's apples and oranges a little bit there you know so that's why you're not hearing lines as often come out and kind of be solidified as these things that are 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 in our, our culture and our lexicon every day. Absolutely, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. Ten minutes with you is not enough, dude. Because I mean, people need to hear your entire story. <laughs> I'd love to. Sure, anytime. Absolutely. Will you be brilliant today? Okay, Brian. Okay, I'll try. <laughs> 